Cilantro and welcome to the Godfather Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. My name is Alex Robinson. And together we are the Alex, Alex Robinson, Robinson Brothers. Brothers. Today we're talking about Minute 115 of the Godfather. Minute 115. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Quindici. 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 It's that easy. That's easy. So you're speaking Italian now. So are you saying quindici because the emphasis is on the first sub- yes. part of that? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm pronouncing no. it like it should be quindici. Okay. Quindici. Yeah. Got it. Nice. You're speaking Sicilian, Alex. Wow. I'm going to be able to go there and order minutes in any number of, uh, <laughs> any number of minutes. Do you want to speak Spanish? Sure. Say this. Spell what's uh, underneath your shoes. What's underneath my shoes? S-O-C-K. Socks. Huh? What does How that do you mean? How do you spell sock? S-O-C-K. You never heard of that commercial? Yeah, I did, That's I did. like no one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's an Italian version of that. Mm, I wonder. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Minute 115, Alex. Well, Minute 115, we're, we're in the apartment of, uh, I guess they're not newlyweds anymore, Connie and Carlo. Yeah. I mean, relative to the movie they are, but they've mm-hmm. already been together for several months at this point. Uh, Connie answers a call from a, uh, a mysterious woman mm-hmm. who wants to tell wants her to tell uh, Carlo that she, the woman, won't be able to make it until later. Mm-hmm. Connie then gets into a fight with Carlo and trashes her own kitchen. <laughs> In uh, my description, I wrote a strange woman calls the home of Connie and Carlo. Connie throws a tantrum when Carlo won't eat the dinner she prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of I think he trashes her own kitchen. I was going to start at the end, but maybe I guess we should go in order. Yeah, let's go in order. Okay. How about those those framed photographs of the parents? <laughs> well, I think it's funny <laughs> that I uh, I've always um, make a note of when uh, theatrical productions how much effort they put into old pictures. Mm-hmm. And yet most of the time, and I feel like this is the case here, they just kind of take the actors as they are now, take pictures of them and put them in frames and that's it. They don't try to make them look generally older or yeah. like it's, it's weird that Connie's the only picture we see is that happens to look just like a publicity still for the Godfather and him wearing the tuxedo and everything. Yeah. Like it just seems like such a weird, it looks like pictures of them from her wedding, which I guess it could be. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of. But I wonder if like, like I think it would have been stronger to have like a picture of a young Marlon Brando, like to really convey that it's an old family photo. Yeah, but would Connie have a picture of her father as a young guy? Yeah, I think people sometimes have pictures of their parents, like when they first met or when they were yeah, younger, that's you know, true. stuff yeah. like that. It's great that Don Corleone is in his iconic tuxedo. <laughs> that's now. what I mean. It's such a, <laughs> it's such a like a, a cliche thing, like that she happens to have the one, and it's not even like her and Marlon Brando yeah. together. It's just literally like a publicity still of, yeah, of Marlon totally Brando. Is. Do you think they? Where did they? Do you think they got? So for our listeners, I'm not sure we explained. There's one framed photo of Mama. On the the fireplace mantle, mm-hmm. and there's a, a a framed photo of Don Corleone of of Papa of Papa, yeah, Mama <laughs> and Papa. <laughs> Where do you think 
Where do you think they got the, the actual Paramount production people got those photos? I think they just took publicity photos of Marlon Brando and Mama in but publicity photos that had already been made for The Godfather. Yeah, during the filming of during it? the filming of The Godfather. Yeah, hmm. For the purpose of creating photos for this scene, not 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 uh, specifically for this, but they're like, hey, we have pictures of Marlon Brando in a tuxedo. Let's get a bunch of pictures of him looking different ways with different lighting oh, so that we can decide course, what we're yeah. going to put on the DVD cover and okay, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. like it seems like exactly the kind of photos that are on the cover of the, of like the, the, uh, the, the, the DVDs or, or maybe, yeah. but maybe not. Cause it's just a, a close up picture of their faces. It's not, it looks more like an actor's, what do they call that? A face Head, shot? A headshot? Headshot? Yeah. But in character. Yeah. Because I think they... I, I think that they, is a publicity Yeah, shot. I think they take pictures of the people mm-hmm. wearing the costumes so that they can... Yeah, yeah. You know, and especially with Brando, who probably wasn't going to be like... He wasn't going to stick around after it was done mm-hmm. to do extra publicity yeah. photos. So for any time he was dressed up, they're like, let's just take pictures of him. Yeah. And, you know. Because so. nowadays, with, with modern technology, they can just grab photos from the filming itself. Yeah. From the, from the digital video itself. Whereas back then they probably couldn't do that and they needed to have a whole separate shooting session. Yeah, I think the 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 pictures you do is with still photography were probably not or probably were probably higher definition. Mm-hmm. Like even when you're capturing someone moving in a film, they could be blurry yeah. or, or whatever, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a posed picture and, and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. I I like it better when they use then they clearly make it look like a younger version of the person mm-hmm. as opposed to like, Oh, like that picture which just happens to be taken right when they start filming <laughs> yeah. this, uh, this movie. Yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. Uh, where's Michael? We can't take, you can't use this picture of me. Michael's not in it. <laughs> where's Michael? It's especially funny when it's actors who were famous already when they like were known when they were younger. Yeah. Like if like, you know, Jimmy Foster is in a movie and they go, look, that's me as a kid. And then like, oh, look, that's her from from, uh, from Taxi Driver <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You know? yeah, that's why yeah. Ron Brando, there's tons of pictures of him as yeah. a younger man. They easily could have gotten a picture from, uh, you know, from uh, from one of the other movies. Well, let me first of all, I think it's great. We're spending this much time talking on this tiny <laughs> aspect of the, of the minute. Cause there is a lot to talk about, Yeah, but if they had to choose a, an earlier Marlon Brando film and mm-hmm. grab a still shot from one of those films mm-hmm. to depict a young Don Corleone, yeah. what film would they have gotten it from? Uh, I guess I would say like, um, Muni on the bounty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Him dressed as like a sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is me on, on the way over. I, I guess know I was only four years old then. <laughs> For the special edition, they should have a picture of Robert De Niro. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like they have a picture yeah. of young Robert De Niro. Yeah. And then you, that would be that would be a. Uh, so if Francis Ford Coppola were George Lucas, he would have re-edited this and he would have inserted uh, an image of Robert De Niro on the mantle. Yeah. CGI Robert mm-hmm. De Niro would be mm-hmm. sitting on the mantle. <laughs> what about the uh, what is it, a streetcar named Desire? Yeah. What about him? He was in that, right? Yeah, he was. Should they that. have just taken a still shot? Because wasn't he a rough guy in that one? Yeah, he was. A, that was he a little was bit a more that was thuggish. Probably more similar yeah. to Don Corleone in his early New York days, right? Yeah, I'd say. And Mutiny on the Bounties. Yeah, British sea not, captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, closer than Mutiny on the Bounty. Because also uh, the other one, too. Um, I guess the thing is he tends to play like, he, when he was younger, he tended to play kind of like um, guys who were kind of like lost. Like or kind of like you know uh, what's the one on the on the waterfront? He plays that like a mm-hmm. loser guy, and then mm-hmm. and and uh, 
the God, we just said it the uh, streetcar named Desiree. Oh yeah, they uh, he was also kind of a kind of a, a loser character yeah. in that one. So what was uh, the one where he's in a biker gang? That's the wild one. The wild one. The wild one. <laughs> I always confuse it with the wild bunch. Yeah, the wild bunch, yeah. which I saw not too long ago for the first time. Oh yeah, how That's was the it? old western, right? Yeah, and it was one. It was Sam Peckinpah. It was very violent, at least for the time. Uh, now yeah. I'm getting confused because there was. Wasn't the magnificent the magnificent gosh the magnificent seven uh, Queen Beachy Queen Beachy wasn't the magnificent seven a remake of the Seven Samurai I thought the Wild One yeah. the, I thought the Wild Bunch was also a remake oh of really it. maybe I'm just oh, confusing it with that one I've of those three movies you just you just uh, talked about yeah I've only seen the Wild Bunch. I've, I haven't seen the Magnificent Seven. I haven't seen the Magnificent Seven either, oh. or uh, Seven Samurai. Me, me neither. We'll, we'll, we'll watch. We'll, we'll watch it. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch it. Um. So we talked about the background scenery. We did, well, yeah. another thing in the background, little they have a little card table there, like oh, a poker yeah. uh, thing. Nice little it's setup great. there. Picture Carlo and his end. Uh, who was coach and uh, coach Rags and coming Sally over, Rags. coming over yeah. to play some uh, hearts, <laughs> Frankie. Yeah. They probably don't Corleone probably requires them to come over and play hearts with Carla to keep an eye on him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause he's so bad. Uh, that's a nice, that's a swanky thing. Having your own little poker table set up like as a full time thing. Totally. Yeah. 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 Well, are you saying that as a joke? No, no I really think it is. I really Should think it is. Should we tell the viewers what I have in my basement? What? Is this the thing about you being a serial killer again? <laughs> well, I'm really you, don't forget. Oh, that's so, right. <laughs> so if I've buried the bodies, that means you've buried the bodies. Right. Yeah. We have a full, real blackjack table you, in, in our your, basement. In your basement, not not our basement, not our yeah. collective, you correct, and yeah. your wife's space. Your yeah. basement and your wife's mm-hmm. basement. We found, we love, we love to gamble. Mm-hmm. And we found it on eBay and it was, it was up out just outside of Seattle. Not eBay, sorry, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And we drove up to Seattle on the way to hang out in Seattle and do some gambling at a casino. We stopped, checked it out, liked it, didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Kept going. Yeah. Went to, hung out in Seattle, played at a casino, won enough money that on the way back, we purchased the blackjack table. So the gambling was the last thing. We, we saved the gambling <laughs> for last. <laughs> And it's really fun to have a real blackjack table in your basement. It People is. come down, they're blown away as we play cards there. We, uh, yeah, play some hearts. Play hearts. We do board games yeah. on there. Shoot it's dice. Fun. Shoot dice. Pitch pennies. Pitch pennies. We smuggle uh, molasses. Smuggle molasses right <laughs> under the table. And the table is from uh, Harvey's Casino mm-hmm. in, La- in Lake Tahoe. Harvey. <laughs> Years ago, apparently, they were renovating it and... The guy we bought it from saw that they were renovating it and bought it straight up because he always wanted a real blackjack table in his house. I love the idea that as time goes by, you're going to buy every, you're going to keep buying blackjack tables and, and oh. you're eventually going to have like a whole setup down in your basement. Oh, casino. Like, well, yeah, well like next a, we'll buy a craps table mm. and then we'll get some old slot machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I do like the card table in Carlo's apartment. Yes. So, so what do you make of this mysterious woman calling? Well, clearly, I mean, it's so I guess it's Carlo's girlfriend or one of his one of his uh, gumars mm-hmm. or just a girl that I guess. So the so we're supposed to go into this thinking that this is a setup. 
right? Not, I think on, upon first watching, no. Well, that's what I think is kind of cheating about it. Why? Because Carlo is not behaving like a man who is participating in a setup. Mm-hmm. Like if he was like when she wasn't in the room, if he was like looking and like he doesn't look like he's thinking, oh, is she going to yeah. have a fight? He, he doesn't seem like he's. No, he doesn't, does he? That's why it seems like a cheat to me because he the audience. It's too legit. Yeah. Like it, it, it especially Carlo should not be that good of an actor that he's gonna, he's going to. And why does he, it seems like if the if the mission is to get her to call Sonny, mm-hmm. then when she walks away and then when he says, oh, and like he should immediately just start fighting with her. You shouldn't yeah. let her walk away. Like yeah. cause the whole point is that they have a fight. Yeah. She almost seems like she's instigating the fight more than he is. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, are you saying this this weakens the scene later where Michael confronts Carlo? Well, it's it's certainly not clear watching this. There doesn't seem any evidence that he was in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's, Carlo had been approached by Barzini and this was all set up. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. that's why it, it I do think it kind of it's does kind of weaken it a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like, because it seems like if the movie was going to hold up through repeated viewings, you'd watch and go, oh my gosh, I didn't even notice. Look how guilty he's, you know, look at the way he looks at her after she leaves. You know, there's nothing in it watching it now that you think, oh, look, that's a, mm. that's a hint that, that this is a setup. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so I, you know, that's why I was wondering if it was maybe done like after the fact or like. I mean, this is definitely the fight scene that leads to yeah. Sonny's death. So this right. has got to be where it happens. Yeah. It's got to be. This must be the place. Yeah. So check this out. I, as I said last minute, I was prepping for this minute and my wife walked by and so mm-hmm. she sat and we, we like talked Kay's, about Kay's this. dress. <laughs> she tried to, she said she'd been trying to send me this letter for months, <laughs> but knowing that you wouldn't pass it to me. Mm-hmm. So she, she has an interesting, uh, she made an interesting observation, which I had not, not thought about before. So the woman on the phone, says, quote, would you tell Carla that I won't be able to make it until later? Yeah. Right? So my wife asked after she heard that, why didn't Connie pass on the message? Well, that's what's strange to me. She never, she doesn't come in immediately and say, oh, that was your whore on the phone or whatever. She, she, go ahead. And what my wife is saying is, therefore, Connie is a, First of all, there's a lot of ladies that says Connie is not a good wife because mm-hmm. she didn't pass on the message. <laughs> okay. Like that's the basic level. Yeah, she had one job. Yeah. But check this out. The woman says, please tell him I won't be able to make it until later. Mm-hmm. If Connie had passed on the message to Carlo, he would have stayed. Hey, you, you, this woman said she can't meet you till later. Right. Therefore, you have no reason to go out. So Carla probably would have stayed. So in a, in, in a sense, it was Connie. By not passing on the message, Connie was the one who... I see, yeah. Who didn't... Who, who she inadvertently of, wound up being the one by... To create the fight, cause the fight, which led to her getting beat up, which led to Santino finding out about it, which led to his death. Right. So therefore, it was Connie's, Connie's fault all that Sonny. <laughs> I knew it all along. Isn't that sick? Well, but I'm not 100 percent sure because well, we don't know what Carlo would have done. Yeah, that's true. 
because that's what's weird is when she's yelling at him at the beginning at this minute she doesn't even bring up the she's just talking about the dinner mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. weird does carlo know at that point that she knows did does carlo be like oh that must be gladys calling right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. he doesn't say like yeah. oh who was on the phone or oh what yeah. did she say or anything that mm-hmm. tips off that he knew what was going on yeah <laughs> it gets complex the, yeah. the timing had to be just right it's not a great plan because there's too many things that could go wrong but in a sense carlo just has to pick a fight he probably doesn't even have to pick a fight yeah. he just has to beat her up yeah or just that's the that's the bottom that's the end game to get her yeah that's why this whole elaborate scheme of having her call and like come up with a pretext it just seems like if he just wanted her to he could have come up with anything to to you know any little squabble yeah the dinner right there he could have started eating the dinner oh this mm-hmm. food is terrible you know yeah. right there right that could have been it right there yeah, i don't know why yeah. they have to get this elaborate it's too complicated it is I wonder how many so times they've tried this and this is finally the time it worked. Like they oh, kept I having know, all yeah. these elaborate plans to get Sonny to come out and they're like, oh, he's playing cards in the, the you know, in know, Jersey this today. Is t- this is the 10th night. <laughs> God, woman. Beat up. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, the woman keeps calling back every night. <laughs> Tell him I won't be able to come out till later. So I have one more theory. Okay. This is definitely a conspiracy theory between... Mm-hmm that my wife and I hold Mm -hmm. we think Connie wanted Sonny dead no because she was scared all along that Sonny with his crazy temper his infamous crazy temper was going to kill Carlo and she did not want her her husband dead and this is why that's why I believe it if Connie so Connie gets the call. Mm-hmm. She has the choice right then to either tell Carlo or not. If she tells Carlo that the woman won't be able to meet him until later, he stays there, eats dinner, no fight. Maybe. Okay, but that's the decision she makes. Yeah. No, he stays for dinner, no fight. She doesn't get beat up. Sonny doesn't get mad. Sonny doesn't get led out into mm-hmm. the street. He gets shot on the causeway. gets shot on the causeway. How many minutes away is that? <laughs> Minute 119. Oh, boy. Pophead Jingle, you're stuck with Hagen. So might not even be in the car, Sonny. But he's right to steal his heart. Lots of money he'll be making. A lot of money in that white No, see, I'm home. Made a big mistake, should have kept your mouth shut. Sonny was hot for my deal. You can't talk business with him. And Carlo made a mess, now you gotta clean it up. Now clean it up! Pop in a coma, Fredo's losing his mind. Where the hell is Luca? You are out of I'm going to miss that song. Yeah, it's a good one. However, 
just had the whole song in between our <laughs> in between. <laughs> However, when the woman, the mysterious woman, calls, Connie chooses to not give the message to Carlo. Therefore, he's going to leave because he thinks he still has the date, which causes the fight, which causes Carlo to beat her up, which causes Sonny to see her get mad and get let out and get shot on the causeway. It was Connie all along. Well, wait a minute. She um, so she calls Sonny to say, "Oh, I got beat up again." After this, uh, you know, I don't remember how how she finds out how he finds out. He doesn't come over, does he? Doesn't does he just call? I don't remember. It's coming up. I think he calls. I'm sorry, she calls. Yes, yeah, she calls. Mama picks up the phone. I remember the baby's crying. Yeah. And she's like, what? I can't understand you. Take the baby. And then I think Santino gets on the phone and then he get he hears from Connie and then he goes. Okay. So if Connie's plan, if that was Connie's plan <laughs> and it wasn't even contingent on him, her actually being beaten up. Yeah. Well, I think that was a plan B. She can't just straight up lie. She has to make it look real because if Sant- she, there's no guarantee Santino's going to be killed. She can't. She can't make up that story, and then a day later, Santino sees her, and she's not beat up. Yeah, you don't you don't pull a wool over uh, Corleone's eyes like that. <laughs> so Michael says later. So um, you're not buying it. <laughs> it's more complex than well, the that, other. That's plan. what I mean. It seems to be adding a whole nother layer. Yeah. Of, like if if she wanted to have Sonny get killed, why wouldn't she just tell? Why wouldn't she just lure him out somewhere and? not even have it be connected to her. Why wouldn't she just say, call, call the Tatalias and say, listen, Sonny's going to be at this oh, address. I think that's this. too risky. Why? That's more well, risky than, than having your beat up and, and yeah, they happen to catch Sonny on the causeway. What? Like, why is that less risky? I think, then? well, one, you're, you're openly, overtly, openly betraying your family. Uh-huh. Like the Tatalias and everyone would know, have that information about her that she yeah. called them. And like I said, that's, but they know, but they must know that, that, don't the doesn't Barzini they know that they're using her as a oh no she's not using Barzini or she's not in it with Barzini this is her own thing this is completely exclusive of of any Barzini or Carlo plan so does she so does she know Carlo is trying to does she know Carlo is trying to lure Sonny out <laughs> they're both that's the irony they're both trying to get rid of Sonny <laughs> yeah it's like they're just different. team up and and uh, <laughs> yeah. And and do it, but uh, well, let, me, I, let me ask you this: Yes, if Connie, if Constance had to pick, Constance, either I don't think it's Constance, is it? Is it like Conchetta or something? Must be something more Italian, the Constanzia or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the Anglo version. Yeah, yeah. If Gordiol. Connie had to pick mm-hmm. Carlo or Sonny, who would she pick? If Connie had to pick, yeah. Oh, she would pick Sonny. Really, family she, always pick family. But to be killed, she would have her husband killed. Yes. Well, wow, I mean, above Sonny. more than more than her brother. You seem so certain about that. I'm not so sure. Alex. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't think I, I, I think it's an interesting claim. I would mm-hmm. like it. To, it would be certainly provocative, big if true, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't see any evidence yeah. of it really. It would yeah. seem like it to require a, uh, but you know what? I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to say yes. That she, uh, she, that it was Connie, Connie all along. Well, maybe she was trying to take over the family, basically, because Mikey's out of town. Mikey's gone, oh, theoretically, never to return. That's right. Sonny, if Sonny's gone, and you know, Fredo, 
<laughs> oh, that'd be he's bad. so sweet. <laughs> that'd be bad if she stepped over Fredo. That's why he's so mad. You're my youngest sister. <laughs> I want respect. Well, because she's basically like the almost like the consigliere in in GF three. She's like yeah. the, she's like Mikey's kind of like uh, side, uh, side yeah. uh, the hand of the emperor, the hand of the king. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she. That's right. She and Al decide together to have a joy whacked. Yeah, she's probably she rose about as high as she probably could in the mm-hmm. male dominated field. Yeah of mafioso yeah yeah so interesting yeah puto does write about some of the stuff in the book does he mention connie's uh, impl- does he mention that she's implicated in the crime he does not Just i was reading between the lines she's innocent <laughs> that'd be great the scene you don't see is at the end it's a scene we'd like well, to see so michael's plan was to first depart approach carlo at the mm-hmm. end of the movie mm-hmm. to try to get him to confess and if he didn't then he was going to do the same thing with connie Oh, that worked. was his plan. Be like, maybe she is the one. <laughs> you think maybe he's actually gone? To, he's gone to like twenty different people already. He's like, well, it wasn't Clemenza. Do you almost, <laughs> whatever happened to Paulie? Oh, right. Uh, All right. It wasn't him. Was it Rocco? <laughs> and he finally gets down to Carlo. <laughs> and uh, Fish almost confessed. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Barney. He didn't think it was me, Barney. I was always the smart one. <laughs> I wouldn't hang my hat on that plan. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do it, but Connie threw off, threw, ruined all my arrangements. <laughs> Connie? So, <laughs> so what else is to say in the book there? Well, let me review the whole scene. What is this little scene in your little book there, egghead? Uh, let's see. One evening, Connie received an anonymous phone call, a girl's voice asking Carlo... Asking for Carlo. Who is this? Connie asked. The girl on the other end giggled. <laughs> which, we, <laughs> which we didn't hear in the She's movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a friend of Carlos. I just wanted to tell him I, I can't see him tonight. I have, <laughs> I have to go out of town. Oh. So that's different. Because in the, mo- in the movie, she says, I won't meet him until later. So also, it didn't even occur to me now, but... Do you think Carlo, when he leaves, like maybe I should save this for next week because he doesn't leave in this minute, but uh, does he basically go to where he's supposed to be meeting this lady and he's all, where the hell is she? Because he never got the message? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or or is the whole message just a ruse anyway? Like he knew that that was the Uh, signal that 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 was. It's not clear. Maybe I need to go through the book and, and more. Yeah, and just reread this entire section. I'm telling you, if 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 uh, if Frankie Ford had given us some clue, like had even like Carlo looking sideways or looking at his watch or something uh, that made him could, that made me think, oh, there's something weird about that. Why is he doing that? Yeah, I, I don't. So far, the book doesn't provide any clarity mm. on it. Puzo writes, Carlo had gone. So so Connie gets the call. Carlo had gone to the track for that afternoon, and when he came home in the late evening, he was sore at losing and half drunk from the bottle he always carried. Mm. It's great to think he's always carrying a bottle around. Mm-hmm. As soon as he stepped into the door... What do you think he drinks? Um, I think it was whiskey. Whiskey? I think it's whiskey, yeah. Amaset? As soon as he... Champagne ste- cocktails? <laughs> As soon as he stepped in the door, Connie started screaming curses at him. So he's not even home when she oh, gets the call. Sick. He ignored her and went in to take a shower. When he came out, he dried his naked body in front of her and started uh, doling up to go out. 
Dolling? Dolling up. Dolling up. Yeah, you don't hear that much anymore. No. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You lousy bastard, you have the nerve to give your whores my phone number. I'll kick you, you bastard. She rushed at, rushed at him, kicking and scratching. You're, cr- you're crazy, he said coldly. Crazy. Let's see. Connie ducked around him. So she's kind of clawing at him and stuff. And he's just kind of pushing her away. But, of course, Puto can't. <laughs> can't not write about some sexual yeah. energy here. Putza writes, she was also excited. Pretty soon she wouldn't be able to do anything. Sex, Alex. Putza's. She wouldn't be able to do anything because she's pregnant? Yeah. The doctor had said no sex for the last two months and she wanted it. Whoa. Before the last two months started. Yet her wish to inflict a physical injury on Carla was very real too. She followed him into the bedroom. So they're going kind of back and forth about it. He writes about Carlo's golden skin, V-shaped body. Uh, you're going to give him blah, dinner, etc. Connie kind of came into the bedroom. This is where they start arguing. Food's on. It is whiskey, Alex. Hmm. Uh, so he did ask her to make dinner. And she says, it's on the table. And he says, stick it up your ass. Whoa. He drank off the rest of the whiskey in the water glass. Tilted the bottle to fill it again. He paid no more attention to her. Connie went into the kitchen, picked up the plates filled with food, and smashed them against the sink. You're supposed to be doing the sound effects. There's your husband! There's your (laughs) husband! The loud crashes brought Carlo in from the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll continue next minute with what Puto writes. Oh, yeah, exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So not too much different. Yeah. No clue there. That 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 no Carlo clue. seems almost as oblivious to it as yeah. as the is the film Carlo even more oblivious because he's drunk. He came in after the call. Yeah. Oh, maybe he made the call outside. <laughs> Hello, is Carlo? Is Carlo there? Yeah, I know. Well, remember first he's to giggle. Try it oh, again. Yeah. Try it again. I'll be I'll be kind. Here we okay, go. go ahead. You're okay. Hello? Yes, it's it's Carlo. Stop it. I'm the masker. I'm asking Is Carlo there? <laughs> Who is this? It's a friend of his. Tell him, tell, tell him I'm going to be late. Yeah, right. Tell him I'm going to be late. <laughs> no, that, okay, cut. I, I think that was... Even more held together than uh, than Carlo could have done, or he's half wasted. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. I could. It was a lot Let's of try it again. It was a lot of acting work too to do the female <laughs> voice, to be drunk, to do the giggling, and to be like I'm talking to other people on my end of the phone who are who are involved in the prank. You know, that's right. Because I mean? you're Carlo pretending to be Carlo's girlfriend. You're you're drunk, Carlo, drunk Carlo pretending to be Carlo's girlfriend. Yeah. You want to give it a try? Yeah, I'll okay. try it again. I'll be Carlo. Uh, yeah, so I'm Carlo. You are drunk, I'll, Carlo. I'm right down on the street corner. Yeah, to pay the, candy, for the candy okay. shop. Action. Klondike 5443. Uh, it stuck me through the Connie Corleone. Carlo, is that you? Oh, oh I thought this was the switchboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Connie? Are you Carlo? Carlo, are you okay? This is this is a friend of Carlo's. Uh, Connie? <laughs> Carlo? Yeah, yeah. Can you stop making me dinner? Okay, I guess so. Sorry, Who was that lady I, on the phone? I thought this was someone else. Wrong number, wrong number. <laughs> I thought it was someone else after he asked her to make dinner. <laughs> I see what you mean. It's really hard it's, to keep track of all it's, it's, you know, you really got to... Uh, it's tough right, to do. Do, do it one more time. Okay. Wait, I'm the fun Connie? You're or? Connie, yeah. Okay. And, and stick it through. Okay. <laughs> Connie Corleone. Yeah, it's Carlo there. I, I mean, uh, is, is Carlo there? Ca- He's not here right now. Is Carlo, is that you? Is no, this- the, no, this is a friend of Carlo's. Oh. Dude, could you do me a favor and give him a message? Sure, what is it, Yeah, sir? you stupid guinea brat. Leave him a message. <laughs> Tell him I won't be able to hang out until later. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm one of his lady friends. Is there no- oh, you're one of his lady friends? Yeah, yeah, I'm one of his special lady friends. <laughs> special lady friends? Yeah. Yeah, you guinea well, brat. I'm not that. <laughs> not passing on the message to him. Well, you are. You spoiled mm. brat. Go ahead, break it all. You spoiled brat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Now clear it up. <laughs> so you didn't go with the whole giggling, uh, the whole giggling uh, lady routine. <laughs> well, I meant to do it. Like he was so drunk, he mm-hmm. even forgot to throw his voice. He's like, "Yeah, I want to." <laughs> this is this called lady for call of a Carlo. <laughs> Um, so, anyway. so let's assume th- what would, what would, um, <laughs> everyone's getting started around anyway. Everyone's getting in on this plan to have Sonny killed. <laughs> Connie, this is Connie. This is, uh, one of Carlo's girlfriends. Please tell him that I will be late for, <laughs> for going out tonight. He might not even get in the car, Connie. <laughs> Sonny might not even get in the car. You <laughs> tell him what a bad plan. He would have told him what a bad plan it was, that it was dependent on a lot of contingencies. Um, How about this? Uh, why don't you tell, so Hagen, why don't you tell your Don what everyone else seems to know? They shot Sonny on the causeway, but my plan failed. It was Connie's plan. Oh, he's always crying because he he yeah. wanted to be the it's one to kill Sonny. <laughs> uh, my plan didn't work. <laughs> This is the most complex episode we've ever done of all these different theories, characters. What you got? What else you got? Well, the the last thing I had was, well, so what would Mama have told Connie? What do you mean? Does does Mama know that Carlo beats her? Oh, yeah. And she's just like, that's between Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a a bit about about that in the book. Don't Corleone knows, Mama knows. Because it's just that's what goes on between husbands and wives. Yep. Don't Corleone, in in near this section, he he was very conflicted because he wanted to protect his daughter. But Mm -hmm. in the end, he decided not to because I think the, the quote was, how can any husband... Uh, perform his husbandly duties with somebody interfering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, old school. Oh, you got to be pretty darn old school. Mustache peep. Let that kind of stuff go on, right? Yeah. It's terrible. Um. Well, also don't forget, this is also 1940. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like every, uh, the yeah. other guys were being their wives. That's the 40, true. That's terrible. Yeah, but, yeah. but you don't even have to be a mustache uh-huh. peep to be, to be that, like, that, uh, you know, uh, 
proprietary. Yeah. And, uh, and Don Corleone, knowing that Carlo beat Connie, mm-hmm. commanded Santino not to take action. Not to interfere. Mm, because he knew smart. how hot-tempered he was, and Santino was... It was so hard for Santino not to do anything, mm-hmm. and and for a while he couldn't even look be near Carlo because he didn't trust his own temper. Wow! And Saputo wrote. Well, so my follow up question was: mm-hmm. Once Sonny got shot on the causeway in ten minutes, does that mean from that point on, uh, Carlo could beat her with impunity? Because we know they stay together. Yeah, yeah that's until, true. Until the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it'll be something in the book about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. Huh. You got anything else for the minute? That's it. That's all I got for the minute. Yeah. I mean, the next minute is the real fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. The reality, the real, the, 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 the fireworks start in the next, uh, the next minute. So let's rate it. Rate Pivotal minute. moment. Mm-hmm. Pivotal minute. <laughs> oh, it's great. You got the call. You got the conspiracy theories. <laughs> you got the conspiracy yeah. theory. Oh my gosh, this movie is so great. It is. Do you have your rating? Uh, yeah, I do. Ready? One, One two, three, three, four. Whoa. I'm doing it. Four stars. It was three and a half, but I'm going four. Because I think the real fight is going to go higher than that. And this is sort of pre-fight. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's yeah, all I got. I, can, I got no strong argument. I guess if, if it's a one point difference, it's hard to really you can't yeah. really argue with someone. If you get gone five, mm-hmm. anyway, you got any teasers for the bonus content? I don't know. We haven't uh, we haven't talked about it. We did yeah. Twilight Zone last mm-hmm. week. Well, and for our listeners, we've added a a standing item, which is horoscopes. What are all the standing items currently? We have headlines inspired mm-hmm. by the minute, newspaper Pol- headlines, political cartoons, political cartoons inspired by the minute. Beatles songs. Beatles songs that <laughs> could be played during the minute. In general, adding to our musical. Our Godfather musical. Mm-hmm. D&D stats. D&D stats. And we recently added horoscopes. We yeah. pick a character. Andy reads the horoscope and we try to apply it to the Godfather. Yeah, so, which has uh, been a lot of fun. We're, we're, we're filling up with so many recurring features. We almost don't even have any room to do new things. But we, yeah. we still manage yeah. to. We want people to get their money's worth. So we, we try to. Try to squeeze at least a dollar's worth of entertainment in, That's it, in right. every bonus content. Yeah. Think of it as a, a 10 cents every four minutes or something. Yeah, exactly. Is it even that much? It depends on how long the bonus content true, is, yeah. I guess. So. Anyway, we'll come up with something to yeah. talk about. If you want to listen to that, go to godfatherminute.com slash support mm-hmm. and uh, sign up there and you can get the bonus content. right. And plus the whole backlog of bonus contents. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a, lot, a lot of money in mm-hmm. them uh, bonus contents. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not a lot. You pay the same amount no matter how many you listen to. That's so right. Have fun. Go, go to town out yeah. there. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Leave us a good review wherever you, wherever you buy your podcasts. And uh, until then, wait. I'm sorry to stop you. Is there it possible? No. no. What? Go ahead. Is it, is it possible to take clips of the movie? Yeah, I guess it is an overdub. Certain lines. Oh sure. We should start doing that. What do you mean? If the technology is possible. What do you mean? For example, I'm thinking of this scene, mm-hmm. and when Connie picks up the phone, we have the voice go, "Hey, you should listen to Godfather Minute." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Who is this?" <laughs> 
Yeah, totally. That that seems like it'd be very easy to do. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyway, until next time, there shall be no acts of vengeance. vengeance.